Hello and welcome to Ashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. And I'm Matt. And joining us today is our friend Larry. Hi, Larry. Hello. You all had me back. I'm <laughs> run away in shock and terror after having me on the last time. No, we love having you. Thank you for joining <laughs> us again. This is part of our um, series, 12 Days of Christmas, where for the 12 days leading up to Christmas, we will be talking about a Christmas or holiday-themed film. And today's movie is Violent Night, and Matt's going to tell us about it. Yeah, so this is basically um, a mixture of Die Hard and Home Alone and Bad Santa, um, <laughs> because this follows the real Santa Claus as he makes his way delivering presents on Christmas Eve. He's played by David Harbour, and we first see him uh, drinking at a bar in Bristol, UK, and he gets back on a sleigh on the rooftop and promptly vomits on the <laughs> the bar owner. Uh, and, and then, you know, we move over to the U.S. in, I think it's Connecticut, somewhere in that area in the Northeast. And there's a super wealthy family, uh, the matriarch uh, being Beverly D'Angelo. And uh, her family's gathered around on Christmas Eve. Um, she has a son and a daughter. The daughter has got a uh, teenage son and then a kind of a boy toy boyfriend. And, and then the, uh, Beverly D'Angelo's son, he is sort of estranged from his wife, but they have a, a daughter, um, who loves Christmas, loves Santa Claus, and is looking forward to getting her presents and has made Santa cookies, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, she's played by Leah Brady. Uh, and Santa does come to their wealthy estate. <laughs> But he also arrives at the same time that some like terrorists led by John Leguizamo have arrived to steal millions of dollars from the family. And uh, yeah, so then it becomes this kind of cat and mouse um, battle between Santa and the terrorists. All right, Larry, <laughs> what did you think of this? <laughs> Well, I consider myself quite uh, a Grinch or a Scrooge. Uh, not not the biggest Christmas or holiday fan out there. Halloween would be my my hol <laughs> holiday of choice overall. So whenever I see a film like this or Krampus, one of those more bloody type <laughs> of, of Christmas or holiday stories, I get excited. I like to, I like to bring a little bit of additional flavor to, to the Christmas genre, not one for the Hallmark style <laughs> feel goods. Uh, and I was really excited when I saw the trailer. I thought the trailer looked like a lot of fun. It looked really just over the top ridiculous, but in the best way. Um, and I would say overall, that's what I got. I don't know if it was quite as funny as I was hoping for from that trailer. And that's one of the things that maybe kept me from giving it, you know, a, a mega score, thinking it was amazing. But I did think it was fun. I thought the concept was really funny, having Santa be this, you know, more so than just bad Santa, uh, like Billy Bob Thornton. I mean, he's a brutal <laughs> killing machine Santa Claus. <laughs> 
And they do that without losing that heart that I do think you still have to find some heart in a holiday film. And, and this one definitely keeps that, particularly with the little girl and her connection with Santa Claus throughout. The It is very bloody. They don't shy away from these action scenes and the it's like Home Alone cranked up to, to the bloody R that you... <laughs> probably would have experienced if Home Alone gave you the real view of what happened to those intruders uh, because they got put through the ringer um, and so so did these folks here. And yeah, I thought thought it was a fun time. Yeah, I did too. I had more fun than I feel like I really should have. Um, I, I was kind of not looking forward to this movie based on the trailer. And I don't know if I'd kind of maybe only half watched um, the trailer, but I did not realize that this Santa was the real Santa. And so in the world of this movie, Santa is kind of this foul-mouthed drunk who is kind of doesn't really want to be delivering presents. He's doing it begrudgingly. And so that was the first surprise. I didn't realize, oh, this is the real Santa. Um, But that's kind of cool because he has, you know... some Santa powers. He has like, he's able to go up the chimney and come down the chimney. And, um, he has his naughty and nice list. So he's able to kind of read people really well. So I, I like that it incorporated that, um, into the story. Um, yeah, so it, it, it is ultra violent. Um, there is some humor, but like you, I don't know that it was quite as funny as it, as it wanted to be, but it was enough that I, that I was able to enjoy it. Um, and there is, of course, that sweetness. And to me, it almost... A movie like this has to have that sweetness to balance out the the violence and and everything else. But to me, it almost had too much. I, I felt like the scenes between Santa and the little girl, they have these conversations. And those just went on for way too long for me. Um, it kind of dragged down the pacing. Um, so that's kind of one of my kind of my big criticism of the movie. But overall, I, I, I did have a good time. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed this movie. I kind of knew what I was getting into when we went and saw it. Um, this movie rests on the shoulders of David Harbour, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, no offense to the actors playing the members of the wealthy family, but there, there wasn't a lot there to their characters. Mm-hmm. Not even the parents of the little girl. I mean, their, their, their role was like estranged parents who may or may not, uh, get back together before the movie's over. I mean, that was kind of their role. And then everyone, these, these so these were f- somewhat cardboard characters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Santa was the real star here. Uh, and then John McGuizyamo's character had, um, kind of, they tried to give him kind of a, a background and a story, kind of work, kind of not. But I was here for, um, Santa, beating up people <laughs> Santa you know killing terrorists which is what we got uh, um in between the it wasn't all that interesting I thought you know and you're right like there's a particular scene around the middle of the movie where Santa is on this like walkie-talkie with uh the little girl who's sort of the Reginald Bell Johnson stand-in uh in, in, in this movie but it's like that scene went on way too long yeah. um, uh, and Santa has this magic that kind of conveniently 
comes comes and goes. Like when the plot requires for it not to work, it doesn't. And then when it needs it to work, it does. Um, it's funny. Like normally, I'm a sucker. Like I love sentimental movies. I I don't watch a lot of Hallmark um, films, but I love that if they're done at least decently well. I love the whole like structure of them. So I'm, I'm a sucker for sentimental films. But in this movie, I didn't really want a lot of sentimentality. Yeah. And the very end of it, and then we won't spoil it because this is a new movie, but like it gets really sentimental. And I kept waiting for it to like kind of kick back to be a little more edgy, and it didn't. It just ends on a super sentimental tone. And I was like, really? That's how we're going to end this movie? Um, but okay, that said, the Santa Claus fighting scenes were great. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the, hey, I sound like some. Some poor nut, but like the kills, you know, <laughs> they were fun. Yeah. Uh, and we do get a backstory for Santa. We don't, but there's a missing part there, which I was fine with, but we do get to see some flashbacks, <laughs> Santa in a previous life. And uh, yeah, because the missing part is part of that scene that goes on way too long. So if we had gotten <laughs> the whole story, we would have had to sit there even longer. <laughs> exactly. Because I agree with you that those conversations they they really drag out the middle of this film, and I, that's that was my next big complaint. Is it just kind of like pitfalls? The the pacing of the film just comes halted. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, dude, um, there are people broken in that would kill this family at any time. And you're <laughs> sitting here talking to this little girl on a walkie talkie, sweet and all, but is there no urgency to save her life? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is something that, there was something that bothered me, and it, maybe it shouldn't have, but it was a tonal choice in the film. But so these are, these terrorists um, some of them are kind of comic relief. Like there are scenes where like they sort of come off as, you know, imbecile, not imbeciles, but no, buffoons, buffoons yeah. or you even learn a little bit about their, you know, their names or a little bit like Santa knows who they are because he's Santa. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're kind of used as comic relief and then they're still brutally killed by Santa. <laughs> And it's like, oh, and, uh, and, and, and part of me is like, no, I want, I want these to be like, I want, I wanted them to be either like, like super angry, terrible terrorists, like you would see in Die Hard, right? Or I wanted them to be like the buffoons from Home Alone, where yeah, stuff happens to them, but in the end, you know, they're all right. They're, they're, they're but no, this will be like. It, it kind of presents it both ways and still like just dispatches them um, mercilessly. <laughs> so. Yeah, they get the Home Alone sequence, the like straight up Home Alone sequence of the film. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a, it's a brutal one. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. So, Larry, when you saw this, um, how how many people were in your theater approximately? It was a decent. It was a smaller theater uh, because awkwardly, the theater I like to go to the most that's close to my house. They, they were playing it this weekend, but they weren't playing it Thursday night. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted to see it Thursday night, I had to go to the mall, which is also really close to where I live. But the theaters are a little bit smaller at that mall. Um, but in saying that, like the whole back section of the theater was pretty much full, and then there was a couple smatterings in the the front section. 
I don't know if they were drunk, but we had some adults uh, in the row behind us who were definitely having fun. Um, so <laughs> they, they were here for a, a good debaucherous time. <laughs> well, that's cool. I, I kind of wish we'd seen it with a bigger audience. Our, our, our little auditorium was pretty small mm-hmm. and it was us two and then two families. Oh, and I mean like little kid families. Yeah. This is not a movie to take your <laughs> little kids to. I don't know what, I don't know what they were thinking. Oh my. And like, I thought to myself, like, I, I, you know, when this movie was getting started, cause I mean, this was an R rated film, you know? And I thought like when, when this movie gets started, I'm like, these families are going to be having to walk out at some point. I just know. And, and they liked it. Yeah. I mean, I could tell, I could tell when the lights went up at the end, like this family, those families were like, this movie was good, you know? And, and that said, it was, you know, not very many of us there and it was fairly quiet. None of us in the theater had a, any hugely audible reaction to a lot of the stuff. So I think if we'd seen it with a bigger audience, maybe it would have been a, you know, different yeah. experience. Yeah. I, I, you know, I enjoyed it. I, I, it felt a little, if, okay, so I'm, I'm going to go into some other criticisms here. It felt a little maybe cheap. Like they talk, they make a big deal about how wealthy this family is. And this, this mansion that they're in is not quite the mansion that I had envisioned for them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it's a very nice place, but it, they talk about how it's like the most guarded estate in the country or something like that. And I mean, there's like one guard out front at the, at the front gate. And then, the, yeah, there's, there's someone monitoring the, you know, the, the, there's the, a dude, a dude yeah. monitoring the, the cameras, but, yeah. um, I don't know. And then the house itself, it, we spend most of the time in this one room, which is a nice, nice room. But then when they're running around in, in the rest of the house, it looks like it kind of just looks like a set. Um, it wasn't all that convincing as this, um, wealthy, family's estate and matt you're right the the wealthy family they are just a bunch of um one-dimensional narcissistic awful rich people Mm -hmm. which you see in movies so it was hard to care about them other than the daughter and the daughter's mother who seemed to be nice but we hard i feel like we hardly knew her um so yeah they're they're the the characters are, are are not that well developed aside from santa who's you know he's the important one he's the star of the show but uh yeah, the rest of the the rest of the cast just yeah was not very interesting. Larry, do you want to see a Violent Night too? <laughs> you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind if we moved to a different you know family that Santa Claus is facing. Maybe this time he gets his actual hammer or you know has it ready to go. <laughs> Maybe he'll keep it on the sleigh from now on, just in case. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think David Harbor was really good. In the film, like I agree with you. If Santa doesn't work, the film doesn't work. And David Harbour was great as this Santa Claus, and I think he's what makes it fun. So going on another adventure with him, I think would be a good time. Give us a new family, a new setting, and I'm good to go. Because I agree, this family they were a little bit too one note to the point where you're kind of in that horror mode, or at least I was of maybe wanting one or two of them to die uh, <laughs> before the end of the movie. Yeah. And what, uh, you know, not to say they're all safe and sound, but you know, you're, <laughs> it's always a horror thing. You gotta have some unlikable people mixed in so that, you know, yeah. if you don't feel bad about everyone dying, <laughs> as you watch them get picked off. Um, 
I did love, though, my favorite moment probably the whole film was the Halloween Kills reference. <laughs> Yes. When oh, okay. John Linguizamo yells, Christmas dies tonight. I, I loved it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> my, my new favorite line. <laughs> I, I love that little, that was, yeah, that was a nice jab. <laughs> so, Did you all feel, so I know you mentioned it was convenient. I kind of wish Santa had a little bit more powers. I don't know. Going in, I thought he was going to be have a little bit more magic at his disposal. It seems like he has like two things, three things that he can go to. One of them being a scroll is one of his magic things, but he doesn't, I mean, I guess I don't know what magic logically Santa Claus would have. <laughs> I don't really know, but I was kind of like, huh. He, I, I guess you want him to seem like he can be killed. Uh, otherwise it, it's kind of hard uh, with a mythical being like Santa Claus to think of them being killed. But I don't know. I was like, maybe just one little extra thing to give him a little bit extra magical powers. But yeah, I kind of, I kind of wished he was able to, cause he has this magic bag where he can reach in and pull out presents. I was kind of hoping he'd be able to pull out, you know, the weapon of his choice or, or whatever. Mm. Um, but I, I did like in the movie the way he makes use of some kind of Christmassy iconography as weapons, um, candy canes and, and all kinds of stuff um, become surprising weapons. So that mm-hmm. was kind of fun. Yeah. So a, co- a comment I have about the magic that kind of bugged me is, and again, I, it was definitely very much used when the plot required it and not used you know when it wasn't, but... Um, he says multiple times that he doesn't even understand how the Christmas magic works. Yeah. And it, he also says he's been, he's been Santa Claus for like over a millennium, you know, and, and that bugged me because I'm like, dude, if you've been Santa for over a thousand years, <laughs> you, you better have an understanding about how this magic works by now. Uh, and the other thing is, I, I think that they didn't give him more magical powers because I could tell they wanted this to be like hand to hand combat type yeah. Christmas movie. Even though this has got a mythical figure, it's a very grounded action-wise. Yeah. It is hand-to-hand combat, using various Christmas iconography <laughs> for the kills, and then guns. Mm-hmm. And that is, I think they kind of wanted to keep it on that that level. I think there's just a couple moments where you're looking and they have, very clearly, they have to write something into the script to get him out of a couple situations. Mm-hmm. So, like, weird things have to take place or really stupid things <laughs> where you're like, what are these people doing? Like, okay, you, this, should be, this should be the end of it. And it's like, well, you have magic. You have a magic guy at your disposal that you could easily just write away him getting out of here rather than a weird plot convenience to get him out. Like you have a plot convenience written into your script with magic already. And instead Mm -hmm. you went with, we're not going to use the magic. We're going (laughs) to, we're going to have something dumb happen to the side that, you know, distracts people so he can escape. But, (laughs) um, so before we get into our scores, uh, I should mention that you can you can watch Larry online uh, on YouTube. He has his own channel, Chili Boy Productions. Uh, he puts a lot of uh, entertainment-related videos. You talk about films and television shows and yeah. a whole bunch of other things. Um, and then, yeah, so Larry, what would you give this out of 10? Yeah, I think overall, I would probably go with a solid, like, Seven out of ten. Okay. That's what I would go with as well, Ashley. I was going to go with 6.5. Okay. Uh, so then our score is uh, 
and that is Violent Night. Um, it's, it's, it's a holiday, it's destined to be a holiday classic, according to some <laughs> people. Um, anyway, Larry, thank you for joining us again. Thank you for having me again. It's always such a pleasure being on and talking with you all. Awesome. Thank you all for listening. Thank you.